Hey guys, it's Olivia, the host of For You From Eve. I'm so excited you decided to click on to this episode. This podcast was created to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves through the power of meditating, manifesting, and motivation. I upload episodes every single Monday, and I'm so excited to have you here. So let's go ahead and enjoy this week's episode. Guys, oh my goodness, it's been so long since I've recorded. I am so happy to be back and record. I kind of want to talk about why I haven't uploaded in a little bit and kind of why I haven't posted on YouTube either and just get into everything on to why I'm kind of been like in a funk, how I get out of this funk. I recently also turned 21. So something else I wanted to talk about were some things I learned kind of in my not to be corny, but like when I was a teenager, some things I learned that I kind of now apply to my life. Um, Before I start this episode officially, I want to apologize for the echo. I am in like a new office and it's kind of empty in here. My boyfriend got me these, I don't know the name of them, but they're things that you put on the wall that stop the echo. And because I'm repainting the office, I don't want to put them up until I repaint. I don't think the echo is that bad. Um, I've listened and it hasn't been that bad, but if it bothers you, I'm sorry. It's only going to be like this temporarily. Once I paint the walls, I'm going to put up those things and stop the echo. But as of right now, this is just what I have to work with. I got back from the gym. It's 8 p.m. right now. And just to catch you guys up on my life, it's July 8th. And I literally have not been home since like the week of June 21st, which was my birthday. I turned 21 on June 21st. And I haven't been officially home until this week. So I went from Atlantic City to celebrate my 21st birthday to the Bahamas to go on a family vacation. And I just got home on the 5th, July 5th. And the first day I got home, I got home pretty late. So I didn't unpack or anything. And I work every day this week. So on Wednesday, I had off. I woke up a little bit earlier in the morning. I unpacked everything that I had to unpack, all my luggages, my bags from Atlantic City, my bags from Bahamas, literally unpacked everything, cleaned out my closet, my dressers. It took me like five hours, but I did all of it. I did it all Wednesday morning and Wednesday night. I went to the beach during the day, but Wednesday night I cleaned out everything and it felt so like it's honestly the best feeling when you just clean everything out, especially when you unpack after a big trip and everything's finally away. So I was able to do that on Wednesday but I worked Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Today is Thursday, so I still work tomorrow and Saturday. So I don't really have time during the day to get things done because I work from 10 to six. So it's basically my whole entire day that I'm at work. So I don't really have time during the day to do it. So I did it one night and it was honestly the best feeling ever. Um, my trips were really, really good. They were really fun, really relaxing. I mean, Bahamas was more relaxing than AC was, but I honestly don't like to be relaxed for that long. I definitely love vacations, but it's happy. I'm happy to be back on track. I'm happy to be back on routine. I went to the gym today after work and I'm getting back into the swing of things. I'm recording. I know I probably should have pre-recorded before I went on vacation, but I've just been working so much between my actual job, my internship, and I've been trying a little bit more on social media. So I've just been juggling a lot at once. And with traveling, it was kind of difficult to manage all of it, but I'm back now and I'm sorry I missed about two weeks of recording. Kind of wanted to talk about, and now I'm going to go into a few bullet points of things that I learned about life and about myself and just in general things that I've learned. I definitely think, I mean, every day I see myself growing as a person, truly, and I know that sounds kind of corny, but 
I'm definitely not the same person that I was when I was, you know, 17 or 18 and in high school compared to who I am now that I'm in college and kind of going into this next chapter of my life. And I've learned so many, so many things. And whether you're younger than me and these are things that you want to hold on to through high school or through college or you're older than me, these are things that are important no matter how old you are. So let's go ahead and get started with the bullet points. So the first thing, and in my opinion, the most important is the best relationship that you will ever create is the one that you have with yourself. So this is something I still kind of struggle to work with every day. I definitely did not have the easiest self-love journey. I feel like a lot of people go through little maybe insecurity phases or you know little things like this. And I definitely think I've went through something like that. I had no idea who I was when I was 17 or 18. Um, I think I'm still even trying to figure it out a little bit, but I have a better idea of who I want to be and who I consider myself as now. Whereas two, three years ago, I wouldn't be able to give you an answer to that. I think two, three years ago, all I wanted was to be like the people around me. So I would see these influencers or these celebrities and I'd be like, okay, that's who I want to be. I never tried to become a better version of myself. I just tried to become a copy of someone who I thought was better than me. And it was so damaging to my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health, everything. So what I really learned is that the relationship you create with yourself is not just an end goal. It's not just, okay, you know, I'm going to love myself more if I lose five pounds. So my goal is to lose five pounds. That's not, first of all, that's an endless, infinite, disappointing cycle that you will continue to tell yourself when you lose five pounds, you're going to want to lose six, then you're going to want to lose seven. Then when you're like, it's just a goal that's not realistic. The way I started to look at things was falling in love with the journey rather than reaching for the destination, which again, I'm using a lot of corny lines in this podcast, but I'm like trying to get my point across because it really is so, so true your character does not get developed when you reach your end goal. It's developed through the journey, the journey that you're taking, whether it's to get healthy, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, start your own brand. That journey that you're going through is creating who you are going to be for the rest of your life. It's not the end goal. The end goal, obviously, it's so important to get there and not give up and to work towards your goals, but you have to keep in your mind that you are being built and developed through this process of failure, through success, through the tired days, everything. And that's something I really, I think really helped the relationship I had with myself is because I wasn't trying to rush anymore. I wasn't putting all this pressure on myself to be completely, you know, financially independent at age 21. And even though I think that's amazing and something that I would definitely be striving for, you know, I think that I stopped putting all this pressure on myself and I realized I will have my time, but right now I need to not rush to that journey and I need to work through it at my own pace, love what I'm doing, be happy with what I'm doing, and that will slowly develop my personal development and my character development and make me fall in love with who I'm becoming through this journey. So some things that you can do to kind of build the relationship with yourself and improve it, because I think we can all use a little improvement. I think sometimes we're a little bit meaner to ourselves than we think, whether it's in our head or something we say out loud or the way we treat ourselves. I think that I was at a point in my life where I didn't really care for myself. I didn't really care for like my physical or my emotional health or my mental health or nothing. I kind of just like went every day as it was. I put people before me a lot where I shouldn't have. 
I used to put, and I think I kind of sometimes I'm still guilty of this. I put people before me all the time, no matter what. And I think I kind of try to like switch a little, like make like flip a switch in my head to be like, okay, no, you have to think of yourself first in this situation. And that's something that's really helped me too. So some things that I've done to create a good relationship with myself is doing things that I love. This podcast, going to the gym, going to the gym was not always something that I loved doing, but it has healed the relationship with myself extremely. And I think that's because you have to kind of look at it in a different way. You have to watch what goals you're setting for yourselves. Make make sure they're realistic goals. They don't have to be, when I say realistic goals, I don't mean like shut yourself out. Like let's say you're like, I want to be a millionaire by age 25, right? And everyone around you is like, you're crazy. Like think of something more realistic. Like that's insane. Like you'll never be able to like all these things, you know, they're like, you'll never be able to do that. Like you have to, whatever. I think that it's, it's not, I I don't like when, honestly, I don't like when people say set realistic goals. I think it's like different to set realistic goals when it comes to things like, okay, I want to go to the gym. Like, let's say you've never gone to the gym before. You've never worked out. And you're like, I'm going to work out seven days a week. It's like, okay, your body will die out if you work out. Like, that's not a realistic goal. That's not something you should even be striving for because you're going to tire your body out and you're not going to be in a healthy mindset when you're going to the gym because you're going to be forcing yourself to go seven days a week. Like, that's an unrealistic goal that you shouldn't be setting for yourselves. But goals that are like, I want to have my own apartment by age 23, right? You're like, you're. let's say you're let's say it's me, right? I always tell myself, I would love to have my own apartment when I graduate college. Some people around you will say, you're not going to be able to afford that. You know, that's really unrealistic, but you got to think of all these successful people in the world, like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, like all these people, you think all the ideas they were saying people were agreeing with and people believed in them. Definitely not. There are so many people that doubted them. So many people that probably told them they were ridiculous for thinking they were going to be successful. And look at them now because they're strong-minded people. They had a good, confident relationship with themselves. They supported themselves and they kept working through their journey. And so I think I'm kind of getting a little bit off track, but it all roots back to the relationship you have with yourself. Like everything I'm saying, the relationship you have with who you see in the mirror comes first. Something else that's really helped me with the relationship with myself is also my relationship with Christ. I know a lot of people... I know some people that are listening to this, maybe you aren't faithful. Maybe you're more like spiritual than faithful, but I really want to have someone on the podcast to kind of talk about faith. Um, Let me know or DM me on Instagram, any influencers that you know, a lot of the influencers, like Christian female influencers I follow are kind of like really big and really hard to get in contact to. I've really tried, but if you know any other ones, definitely DM me on Instagram because I would love to have someone on to talk about that. But yeah, I just think that, that's really something that helped me grow the relationship with myself was the relationship I had with God. And I think that if you are faithful, that's where you should be going first, praying, journaling, reading a Bible, all these things, um, and hang out with yourself. I feel like that's something people don't talk about often is you should really be spending time with yourself. I used to be really dependent on other people, whether it was my boyfriend or my friends. And I'd be like, I have to, I come home from school. I have to hang out with someone. I'm done with classes. I have to see people. And it's not bad to be social hundred percent. It's not, but I think sometimes you don't realize that certain people around you are actually kind of toxic and can like, 
I don't really know. Like they can just like drag energy out of you. Like they could just bring negative energy into your life. And I've definitely encountered and hung out with people like that. And when I notice it, it's very hard for me to back away from people because I'm like, no, no, no. I want to keep them in my life because of this and that and whatever. But slowly distancing yourself from people and being like, okay, no, like I know this person is like not really making the best impact. I'm not saying every person in your life needs to like do something amazing towards you to be in your life. Like, no, there's some people that are just there because you like to have them around and they make you laugh sometimes and, you know, whatever. But realizing the people around me is a huge part of the relationship you have with yourself. Like just noticing who's around you. Are they making me feel good? Is there someone around me that kind of makes me feel a little bit insecure? Like, is there someone around you that maybe makes you feel less of yourself? You know, notice, notice these things because that will stem and form the relationship you have with yourself. Some people will treat you the way you see you treat yourself. So treat yourself with confidence, with love, with support, and the people around you will learn to treat you that way. The next thing I want to talk about is health is wealth. And I've been on such like a wellness health kick for a few months now. I I started to like get into working out. I mean, I grew up my whole life being an athlete, soccer, basketball, track, volleyball, all these sports. I really love sports. So I always grew up working out, but I never really like cared about like what vitamins I was taking or what foods I was eating or anything like that. So when I was in high school, I played all these sports, but then my first year of college, I really fell off with the way that I was eating and I was never working out and it showed like my skin was breaking out really bad. My body was changing so much. So it really showed that I wasn't taking care of myself. Like it was very obvious that I was not in the right path and in the right like wellness state of mind. So I think, so I started working out January of 2021 And I started to eat a lot healthier in like March, April, May. And then in June, which was like last month, kind of cheated a little bit. I mean, it was my 21st birthday and then I was on vacation. So I definitely wasn't eating the greatest. But the relationship that I have with working out is so different. And personally, I think it's going to be different for the rest of my life. I think I've noticed how much being healthy impacts me, not even about my physical appearance, because I honestly don't see that much change in my physical appearance, but my emotional and mental health is like so different. It's crazy. The way that I feel when I'm like on the way to the gym is like, honestly, like one of my happiest feelings. Like sometimes it's like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm going to go to the gym. Or like, let's say I'm upset going to the gym. I leave the gym happy. Like these are little things that you do. I mean, everyone knows that working out makes you happier. It's like a known thing, like releases endorphins and makes you feel so good. So that's something that a hundred percent helps me and just makes me feel good. Like I'm tired of like having headaches or, you know, having like being bloated and all these things. And I just realized how much it matters to be healthy and to take care of yourself. So I'm not perfect. There's many days where I don't eat the way that I should. There's many days where I sleep late and wake up really late the next day. There's so many days where I only wake up 30 minutes before I have to leave for work, brush my teeth, get dressed, go to work and come home and watch TV all day. Like a hundred percent. I'm not perfect, but my mindset has changed in the way that I don't want to be perfect, but I want to make this a sustainable lifestyle for myself. And So far, I'm really on the right path and I'm seeing so many changes in my happiness. I think there was a point where I just wasn't happy with my life kind of at all. Like 
I was just really unhappy with the way that I looked, the way that I felt, the people around me and the relationship I had with myself. And I can like confidently say that I've had so many mental health changes and I just see it getting better from here. And that is because I am prioritizing my health and my mental health and my physical health and and everything. And the people around me, I'm also prioritizing who I'm surrounding myself with and making sure those things are important to them because everyone knows you are, you know, the sum of your five best friends or five of your closest friends or something like that. Like that's like a quote. So it's like, even if you tell yourself, no, 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 I'm never going to become like them. It's not necessarily becoming like them. There's a quote and it's, if you're the smartest person in the room, leave the room because you don't want to be around people who are going to put you at a standstill. You don't want to be around people who are working less than you because it's going to make you think that what you're doing is enough. So for me, I went to, I'm not going to like say the name of schools, but I went to a school my first year of college. If you know me, you know what I'm talking about. And I felt, I don't want to make this like a cocky thing, but I like didn't see the people around me working as hard as I was towards like internships or like anything like that. Like no one I knew was doing internships or anything. Like no one was doing internships. No one was like, like, I don't know. This was just like the first university I went to. And I was like, wow, like I'm killing it. Like I'm doing so good. Like I have so many LinkedIn connections and I'm networking and I'm doing internships. And the reason I knew to do these things was because my boyfriend's older than me and experienced in these things. So he would always kind of like tell me what was super important. So because I saw him doing these things or him succeeding from these things, I was doing those things. And this university I went to, no one I talked to had that same attitude. I mean, I'm sure there were people there that were also driven like that, but I just hadn't come across them. And so majority of the people there were just like not super driven, motivated people that like didn't strive for things like that. And I was like, wow, like I must be like on top of the game. Like I must be killing it. And so I thought what I was doing was like, okay, and I could stop there. And then my second year, I went to a different university and this one was in New York and it was like a different world. Like there were people who had my resume times 10 or my experience times 10. And they were doing like so much more than me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm no longer the girl who has like the impressive internship or the impressive resume or the impressive GPA. Like these people around me are doing better than me. They're doing more than me. And that's what pushed me. That's what made me want to work harder. So I think that that's a really, really, really like important thing that you might not notice is that if you're around people who are doing less than you, you're going to think that what you're doing is okay. But if you're with people who are doing more than you, who are working harder than you, working smarter than you, you're going to strive to be like them. You're going to be like, oh, I see what they're so motivating. Like they're doing all these things. Like I'm so inspired by them, you know? So I think that's like a really, really huge thing that people kind of like don't really like look like they look past it and they're like, eh, like it's okay. Like I know, you know, because you get used to the people around you. So I think that's a really, really huge thing. Um, Like, again, I I stepped away from health and started talking about the people around you, but they definitely intertwine, especially when it comes to your mental health. I think that that was something I never focused on. And honestly, I feel like mental health was never highlighted until I want to say like quarantine, I'm I'm sure I know it was talked about, but I don't think it was highlighted as much as it was during quarantine. I mean, maybe just in my world, I'm not really sure, but like no one really talked about it. No one really focused on it. No one really normalized therapy or meditating or any of the like journaling, any of these things. And I feel like it got really normalized during quarantine because we were all going through such a hard time that it was kind of, we were all like leaning on each other and kind of just like a 
not being as judgmental as we would in other situations because we were all going through so much with like quarantine and COVID and all those things. So I, I really love how normalized it's been because I've been able to learn so much about it. And I think it's like a really makes a really big shift in your life. Okay, So the next thing that I'm going to talk about, and this is something I'm definitely not going to share that much advice on, but I need advice on is making smarter financial decisions. And you're probably like snooze, but honestly, I'm like at this point in my life where I just have so much confidence that I'm going to be where I need to be financially in a few years. And I am not at a great financial state, maybe compared to other people I am, but for myself, I'm 100% not. And I'm always like, oh yeah, I'm going to be like by 23, don't worry, I'm going to be financially independent. I'm not going to have any loans and I'm going to do so great, but I cannot save money for the life of me. And if someone told me, how expensive life was or that throw pillows were $30 a piece. When I was 15, I would have started saving a very, very long time ago. So if you're younger than me, just start saving all your money or invest it. Also, like you don't have to put all of it into a savings account. Definitely try to learn the stock game. You don't have to do like cryptocurrencies. You could do like safer stocks that kind of just keep your money in and grow it over time. You could do that. Take it out in a few years. That's something that I do. Um, I'm definitely not here to give stock advice or or anything. I'm I'm not, that's not me. Um, I definitely think it would be interesting to have someone on, not to make the whole episode about it, but maybe just like talk a little bit about how to make smart financial decisions and save your money and make money in different ways. Because I feel like at this age, when you're in like high school and college, obviously not that easy to make money because we don't have that much time. Obviously when you're working full-time out of college, you have, you you most likely will get a job and have a normal wage. So I think that I get kind of down on myself and I wish I saved smarter, even though I literally went online shopping like last week. It's very hard. So the last thing I'm going to talk about is no longer guilt tripping myself. I think this is something I kind of touched up on the first bullet point when I was talking about the relationship with myself And I actually wrote this tip down when I like had all my things down, right? And then I was at work and I was going over what I was going to record today. And I ended up adding this bullet. And the reason why is because I, and I know other people are guilty of this too. I set these goals and if I don't achieve them, or if I don't achieve them in the right amount of time or in the right way, I get so furious with myself. And like I was saying in the beginning of the episode, I haven't recorded, I haven't uploaded a podcast in two weeks. I haven't. I just, I was on vacations and the people around me, like if I would complain about it, they'd be like, it's vacation, like have fun, like enjoy it, relax. And I'd be like, no, I have to record and upload, but it's honestly not practical when you're on an island. I was like, I should have planned it before. And then I get mad at myself and I start guilting myself. And I just get like so angry with myself because I'm like, I should have uploaded on YouTube. I should have done this. Like People are not going to want to like follow someone or look up to someone who's not consistent, which is true. Consistency is huge. So I'm not saying any false things, but the way that I got mad at myself, I kind of like stepped back and I was like, I was like, chill. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is like slowly going to turn into something I hate doing if I keep getting mad at myself, if I don't always do it hundred percent right. And once I kind of realized that, I was like, okay, you need to just breathe. You're a human being at the end of the day. Like, don't put yourself at this standard that to like to try to become someone you're not because you'll never be like that. And I kind of just learned to like take a step back, breathe, and like go through it. Something else, actually, while I'm talking about this, 
something else I want to highlight is the way that I treat others. I think, I think like a few years ago, I would say like three, four years ago, I kind of just wasn't a nice person. And I'm going to like, I'll be the first one to say that when I was in high school, like I wasn't the nicest girl ever. I'm, I wasn't like the mean bully or anything like that, but I definitely was not nice. I would say for the right reasons. I never like was mean to someone for no reason, but I was just never the nicest person. And that all stemmed from like insecurity. And I think I've kind of gotten to, and I also like low key, like I have anchor issues, like low key. And I think I've kind of learned to like breathe, take a step back, think of things in my head and like bullet point number one, it all stems back because of the relationship I have with myself. I think because I'm creating such an amazing relationship with myself, it's making me treat others differently from now on. If I see like from now on, I don't feel like I'm in competition with other girls or like, like some girls I see on Instagram or YouTube. I'm not like, Oh, this girl's prettier than me, or she has a better body than me because I'm like, Oh, I just like love myself. Like I encourage those girls now to look amazing because I'm like, I'm happy with how I look. Whereas when you're not happy with how you look, you're going to be like, oh, that girl needs to eat or that girl needs to work out or that girl needs to do this to herself and that to herself. And you're just going to bring her down because you're unhappy with what you look like. So I think that I definitely learned how to talk to people and how to treat people and kind of just like if you're in a situation and maybe this is, I mean, I know it's not just me, but definitely like not everyone can like when you guys get angry or like mad at someone or like someone does something to piss you off. Like I black out where like literally like my vision blurs and like I black out and I can't control what's going to come out of my mouth. Like, like that's very rare though. That's like something that I don't do often or I don't act like often, but in the rare occasion, someone does make me that angry or says something that really, really hurts me like that. My vision is blurred. And from then on, I have no control of myself. And I don't know if that's just me. I'm sure other people relate to that as well. But something I've really learned is when that happens to literally just breathe. Like I let, like I literally, like I, I keep saying the word literally, that's so annoying. I'm sorry. I see my vision blurring and I see it kind of blacking out a little and I feel myself fuming. Like I feel my face getting red because I'm fuming and I no longer have control. And I've kind of just learned as soon as I start to feel that way, just breathe, close your eyes and breathe. Like I, I can't even explain. It's very rare that I get like that though, but that also stems from the relationship you have with yourself. Like, I feel like I just stopped caring what people think of me or what people say to me or say about me because I'm like, okay. And like, I don't agree with you. Like that stems from them. Like, why are they telling you about your, your skin or whatever that's stemming from them? That has nothing to do with you. You were just an easy target because you're right in front of them. But they're only saying that because they have some problem with themselves that they need to lash it out on someone else because they don't know how to take accountability for their own actions and they don't know how to heal the relationship with themselves. So they rather just hurt others than heal themselves. So those are some things that I've learned. I know I kind of went on a little rant, but I feel like, you know, it's a podcast. Talk as much as you want. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and listening to my little rant. And I will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye.